great out here. I don't know how anyone could be inside today. Hi there, this is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from the Florida Keys Brewing Company. I'm here with the owner, Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, Jim. Um, recently, this is a special episode. We rarely do uh, live. We used to have a production company in mm-hmm. Big Pine uh, called 43 Keys Media, and they handle all that stuff. So um, maybe in the future, if you wanted to look into that, they'd be able to talk to you about it. And, and it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't cost you anything or anything. So about that. it's better. Yeah, you don't have to. I, I did a, a special episode. I said, yeah, instead of paying someone to do it for you, mm-hmm. you do it yourself and you pay yourself. You're paying yourself like or someone that works for you. Yeah. And it's really, trust me, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Uh, this is the, the Florida Keys uh, bartender uh, podcast. Yes. But yours could very well be the Florida Keys Brewing Company podcast or or whatever you want to make it. I'm all about it. Yeah. Like, I need to talk to our media person and see if they, she's up for that. Yeah. She's I, could, I could sit in. I could I could even... It would take an hour to set it up. Okay. Take an hour. And I even have extra equipment. I'd give you... Yeah. You just edit. <laughs> so, um, well, what inspired this is I noticed uh, right when Bahamas was right in the midst of it, right at the beginning, you started a campaign here and it was... Uh, Donating a portion of your sales on mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday, or was it? It was um, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, Sunday and Monday. Sunday, Monday mm-hmm. to uh, Bahamian Relief, and you're the you were donating to a person that was uh, effectively getting the supplies, together. everything together at the yes. time. It's not going to be one of those things that I imagine when you're, you know, we see that video from Abaco. Yeah, it's, it's completely devastating. It's bad. Yeah, it's horrible. I mean, it looks uh, it, it's it looks quite eerily some, uh, familiar to um, Michael mm-hmm. up in um, Mexico Beach. Oh man, where Mexico yeah. Beach was flattened, but in this case, there was none of those really high um, standards for building. I guess you would call exactly. them exactly. Most everything over there is just frame. You, just you know, see. a lot of people collected wood on their own and just built their own house. There's no um, regulations or standards. It's kind of um, flying by the seat of your pants if you're a local over there. Um, so, yeah, we did. We did a collection. And so we did 25% of our sales over the last two days. We are donating to the Abacos. And we're donating it directly to a captain out of South Carolina who has got a non-for-profit and a crew that's ready to go. He's got planes. He's got sports fishermen. They're loaded up. They're ready. Um, so I chose that suit to donate to because it's 100% of the proceeds. It's not, you know, 90% or 80%. It's 100% of everything donated is going towards the Abacos in the Bahamas. And it's called southeastrelief.org. If anyone wants to look it up and um, and see where you know your money would make a big difference over there right now. Uh, just to reiterate that yeah. thing about the percentage contribution, yes. a lot of people don't. It's been 20 years since they started coming up with uncovering mm-hmm. what some of these nonprofits are yeah. doing. That they have. Um, these, uh, it could be like the uh, certain uh, groups that say Cancer Society or mm-hmm. something like that, where 10% or just a minimal amount of money actually goes into research or care exactly. or things like this. And most of it goes to salaries and uh, 
CEOs. infrastructure and yeah, yeah employee uh, going to salaries for employees that run it, and it's it's almost as if some of these fundraisers are, are fundraising organizations are fundraising unto themselves, not for what exactly. they're representing themselves. It's and that's why you got to watch thing. out on Facebook and and the internet. You have to watch out for these groups. You got to make sure that they're. Uh, they have to have, uh, this guy probably has his 501C. Yes, he does. A 501C is very stringent. In order to mm-hmm. have 501C, you have to go through certain uh, treasury deport, uh, IRS guidelines. Yes. And uh, they look at that. Now, there's still groups, mm-hmm. the, the big ones. The American Heart Association had a problem with that. Wounded Warrior. What? Wounded Warrior had a problem. Wounded Warrior, yeah. It's yes. like if we donated uh, the first uh, poker paddle, we donated to a chapter of Wounded Warrior. And we found out that it was only like 50% of what we donated was actually going towards the foundation. And, and that was the first I'd ever learned about that. I just always assumed everyone donated 100%. So now I've learned and I just be careful and I only donate to, if I know it's 100% of that money is going to somebody who needs it. That's, uh, you know, yeah. that's the effective way to donate. Yeah. There's uh, organizations that deliver, uh, they call the NGOs. Mm-hmm. Non-government organizations. Um, sometimes they're... And there's another thing about raising money. Sometimes they do donate, collect money, and then they donate all of it. But they give it to um, the municipalities mm-hmm. or the government system. And some of these government systems aren't necessarily the most efficient. And some are downright, downright corrupt. Yeah. Like what happened in Puerto Rico with the governor. Uh, there were some some of the things there. Not saying everything. In, it was horrible what happened in Puerto Rico. We yeah. Really, oh my gosh. And yeah, Haiti yeah, and uh, there's Haiti. a lot of other places yeah. that have yeah, been through one, this. The government takes whatever they want, and some of it gets to the people. Yeah, it's like shoveling fleas across a barnyard. Yeah. They said back years ago. Once you get the uh, shovel full, half of them don't even make it over. There. Yeah. So when uh, it's important to find that out now. Our, one of our friends from the Upper Keys Rotary. Yep. Uh, his name is... Uh, Don Horton. Don Horton. I think. Yeah. Don Horton. He's and doing a fantastic he's job. Doing, if you look at... Uh, upper, I think it's UpperKeysRotary.org. Mm-hmm. And there's a key, uh, KeyLargoRotary.org. I think they're probably doing it hand in hand. They're mm-hmm. probably... Uh, Don or Dan. Yeah. Because uh, Rotary is international. We mm-hmm. have members over in the Bahamas, yes. too. Now couple statistics about that. 60% of the revenue that uh, is generated in the Bahamas is generated through tourism. Yes. I just found out. Uh, but fortunately, the areas of the island most affected, uh, the hotel rooms, they contain 15% of the total hotel rooms there. So uh, places like Atlantis and all that, they're fine. But the, there's still people that live yeah. in Abaco and uh, Freeport and, and they're devastating. Their infrastructure's ruined. There's uh, very there's no services, and their supply chain is totally wiped out. I understand when they're done. When this storm passes, they're going to be looking at the Bahamas, and it could have physically changed the geography oh, yeah. of the Bahamas because of it being so uh, such a shallow landmass. Thank you. Where I I go to the Bahamas every year in March, and every year I go there, the sandbar is different. (laughs) And it's not even from hurricanes, it's just from storms. So I can't even imagine what a hurricane is going to do over there. Yeah, and that was sitting over for over 30, 40 hours. It's still moving off there. They're they're getting the back end of it, and now it's a category, as of uh, an hour ago, it was a category two. 
Yeah. And it hasn't really started moving north yet. I mean, it started moving at one more. It's like one of those uh, people post some jokes on it. Normally, we're a comedy yeah. podcast, <laughs> and they post jokes about it. And I, I, I understand people when in when something horrible happens. Sometimes people that's how they deal with it instead of dealing with how to help mm-hmm. they deal with the humor behind it they say oh it's like a, a relative that comes to visit and won't There's leave there's nothing and humorous like about yes. this and, and uh, you post it you're not even thinking about it yeah. and then all of a sudden you see these videos of live streaming from uh, the Bahamas and you say hey this is serious Yeah. and uh, at this time this is one of the things I don't joke about you know yet these people's lives are it's, it's very important that um, aid gets to them short because mm-hmm. this is critical time when when it moves out, that these uh, you got to get supplies in right away. Absolutely. Two, two months from now, but, I mean they're they're going to be on their way well, rebuilding their own. You got to get them. You got to keep them well fed, medical. They mm-hmm. got to send medical help. Hopefully, we'll send if we have the ability send a um, uh, some one of the hospital ships or maybe. A, well, a, that's you know, and that's interesting because I I know their main income over there is tourism and it's funny you said that because I read something today an absolute fantastic idea somebody had all these cruise ships that go out there and they base you know all of their profits on how beautiful the Bahamas is I'm hoping that they make one too I hope they make a big contribution to clean up yeah. an IPA I'll pay Lee I'll pay for that buddy this notice plane IPA Hi, there's an interruption. So, okay. I'm sorry for interrupting. Well, I'm just I'm saying like the the cruise ships that make you know all the profits by going over to the Bahamas. I hope they make a generous donation or at least send some boats over there for people to actually stay on until things get rebuilt. I mean, it, it is the right thing to do. It is. But if you're smart, it's also the business. It's a smart business decision in the end. Oh, it's a great it's a one smart, for them. If you can, if you just think about that, if you're pushing the feel good thing. Of, the Bahamas, you have to care about the people that are there. Yeah. You can't just say, screw it. Exactly. You so know? I really hope that they step up and do the right thing. Yeah. And uh, there are organizations, and we got the, we're got we going to repeat that one uh, for the, the gentleman that you uh, gave to again. Southeastrelief.org. Southeastrelief.org. That guy is immediately moving there. Hey, thanks. Have a seat. How there's you a doing? friend, uh, Lee Sharps, here. We were talking about Bahamian relief. Um, the interesting thing uh, was, uh, I before Dorian hit the Bahamas, I was talking about how not on the podcast how not to panic down here, how we wouldn't be affected. But even though we're not, even though we're not in the cone and stuff like that, think about what happened there. How devastating they are in the Bahamas, Key West, the smallest bar. None of the cruise ships are uh, doing ports of calls. And this storm, how it disrupted the legs in the Bahamas, is causing a mild inconvenience to the people in the Key West, which is literally 300 miles away from uh, the point of the center of it. And they're, they're getting that. And so magnify that a 1,000 or 10,000 times by the disruption and the loss of life in the Bahamas. So you can see how critical that is. Um, so... Southeast, uh, let's do it one more time. Southeastrelief.org. 
or you know. okay. And then now we can we now we're going to talk to some about the other fundraising efforts. So the nice thing about Cheryl, you've always kind of uh, are one of those people with the uh, corporate heart. You actually always participate in some of the big events. I see you out here doing the art walk. You're big into the community. You're big into all the uh, charities here. Um, Brew on the Bay. Um, take stock in children and all that stuff. I always see Florida Keys Brewing coming in there. You guys walk the walk. We try. Yeah, I <laughs> do appreciate it. Community, you. man. Oh. I'm from here. Mm. This is my home. You oh, and let me say one thing too yeah. on top of that. This isn't <laughs> empty. I love IPAs. Oh, what'd you get? That is delicious. Oh, that's the critter. That I is delicious. <laughs> that is. I chose four because I have several yeah, Oh my god! <laughs> oh well, all their food. I mean, you're you're known for your iguana bait. Iguana yeah. bait is incredibly. I mean, I guess when you hear that terminology, that's flying off the shelf. Mm-hmm. It's flying off the shelf. You guys are people love the iguana oh, bait. <laughs> I'm not no. gonna lie. Yeah, you're not. Some people make a brew locally, mm-hmm. and they call it. And they just kind of put it out there. But you guys seem to really love it. We do. And really enjoy it. You guys, uh, that's why I meant about the uh, podcast, because you guys really know how to do it. Every time I go there, it's like, I would try one of them. Mm-hmm. You always seem to put some thought behind it. Oh, our crew is, well, besides being nuts, they're very creative, <laughs> everyone. So a lot of the beer names, and actually even the recipes, come from bartenders okay. or other brewers. Like, we have a couple series... Um, one of them is the B.I.G. series, and it's basically Boss is Gone is what it stands for. So whenever Craig goes out of town, the brewers kind of uh, make up their own recipes and have fun back there. And we expect it now. The first couple of times, Craig was like, you know, come on, guys. But now it's like they came up with some good stuff. So we're flexible. We let everyone, you know, if somebody likes a Belgian, we're going to do a couple of Belgians. Someone likes IPAs, we're going to do a bunch of IPAs. So the brewery itself is extremely well-rounded. Yeah. And 20 on draft. There's dark, there's light, there's hoppy, there's everything, and there always is every day. We make sure that there's a good selection. Yeah, and they're in the heart of Isla Mirada. We're going to be taking some pictures here, and I'll post it. Matter of fact, I'll probably do a video of it, of their beautiful beer garden here. And you do, uh, the nice thing about it is it's a really great venue. It's very tropical, yeah. very relaxing, it's uh, nicely situated. you got your brewery right down the street down here, literally a block and a half away. Yep. Uh, down here, and if you're ever in Isle Mirada during one of the art walks or any well anytime actually you can stop by here yep. is whether the hours here um, we're open Monday through Thursday from 11 to 10 and then Friday and Saturday um, we're open till 11 and on Sundays we're open till 10 as well oh. so we're always open it seems like yeah. <laughs> um, and stay open a lot later than that sometimes yeah. about 40 percent of our listeners are in south florida and the keys uh-huh. the rest are uh how would if let's say someone from minnesota yeah when they get their hands on your beer how would they do that could they they can't they actually have to come down here and get it we don't ship it anywhere so it's kind of like um something that you can bring back as a present for someone so we have growlers and cans, and uh, we have growlers that will actually keep your beer cold for 24 hours. And it's funny you said Minnesota, because yeah. I tell people, you can drive from here to Minnesota and have a cold beer, because yeah. it keeps your beer that cold. <laughs> yeah. No, well, that's a, and listen, this is so how you much you love the cans. In it. order to have it, you have to come down here, but your yeah. distribution goes all the way up to... Uh, up to the Treasure Coast. The Treasure Coast? Yeah, we're not on the West Coast just yet, just the East Coast up to, like, Stewart area. Um, and we just we did that actually after Hurricane Irma. 
Yeah. We weren't going to. We were going to keep it hyper local, which is just in the Keys. But after Hurricane Irma, unfortunately, a lot of our businesses uh, didn't open back up that we sold our beer to. And uh, we were making a lot of beer and had nowhere to put it. So we opened up a new territory, which uh, has been fantastic, but just wasn't a part of our normal, our original plan. <laughs> so it's funny that you hear a company says, well, we're not, not probably going to grow that much. I don't, like Lee, I, I only want to sell 10,000 albums, right? I don't need yeah, to go to. I just what, what, what's an fifteen thousand or oh, album CD. Oh my god! Well, I'm all, I just had my birthday. I just had my birthday. So I'm fifty six years old. But I'm the one to talk about. Cheryl asked me, uh, "Can I say right before the podcast about what? What is it exactly? Is a uh, oh, I didn't know what a podcast was. Yes, that's all right. I'm sorry. That's all, no, no, but I'm, I'm the old man. I'm the, I'm the old man. I, I'm the old man. And sometimes but you're one up on me on that one. Uh, yeah, but that's, you know, I, 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 uh, I started doing it two years ago, and it seemed like, uh, the, the reason I'm doing with the power mic because it gives that feel of space around here where, you know, get that chimes, chimes and the, 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 the conversation in the background. But so this nice is up plenty of the means. noise here. This is perfect. Yes. Yeah. It is good. Every day, can we do that? Yeah. Breeze. I'm not usually. I'm not kidding you. The backyard, for some reason, it seems like it always has a nice little breeze back here. Yeah, for the, not not during this past couple of months though. Whew. Well, we're gonna take a picture. of a couple guys playing uh, ping pong back yeah, here. Yeah, they brought their own ping pong table. They brought their own ping pong. Oh, yeah, which I'm awesome. a huge fan of. I actually played ping pong with Michael Buble. That's my yeah. It's it's kind of meditating, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. The back and forth. Take, take, it's yeah. great. Yeah. I won it on a radio show. I played against seven other girls in a competition in the studio and won. And I got to play backstage with Michael Buble for yeah. an hour and a half. Did he sing it all concert. when he was playing? Huh? Did he sing it all when he was playing? He is fantastic. And he's a hell of a ping pong player. That's what he does before every show is he plays ping pong to, like, chill out. And just, yeah. like, yeah. Everybody's got their thing. That's his. <clears throat> Which I thought he travels with his own table and everything. <laughs> Before I used to do, yeah. until they <laughs> until they banned it, I used to play lawn darts all the time. But um, they said I was playing too close to the children at the kindergarten in my local place. So <laughs> Stop doing it. Yeah, children. Yeah, yeah, children. There's a child right there. There yeah. we go. Very there kid friendly. Hello. Yes. And it, hey, it's a very uh, laid black. Uh, laid black. Laid. Wow. You have anything to say about that? Okay. No. A laid back place to uh, hang out um we uh, would be remiss if we did not discuss that other charity you were talking about you have a charitable yes. event coming up i do next weekend um so that's the weekend of the seventh the, seventh. the main events on the seventh uh we have packet pickup on the friday night it's the florida keys poker paddle uh this is our fourth year doing it it's non-for-profit 100 percent of the proceeds go towards veterans their families and first responders. Where is it taking place? It takes place. The main event is at the Library Beach in, in Alamorada. In Alamorada. And um, you can register online www.paddleguru.com. www.paddleguru.com. And um, it's great. We usually get about 130 people that come out to paddle it, um, and they get a great swag bag. They we do Publix donates um, a lunch for them afterwards. It's a, pa- it's a poker paddle, so it's not a race. So it's very family-friendly. 
You can go as slow as you want. Take your time. Last year we saw dolphins, manatees, and sea turtles all on the course. To, I mean, like the to remind you some people if you're not familiar with a poker paddle or poker run. Yes, it's, you're picking up a hand of cards at certain stops. Yes, and then you play it, and the person that has the best hand wins. Wins. That's how you win. Yes. So we have great prizes uh, for the winners, and um, like I said, we do 100 percent of the proceeds are donated every year. This year, the charity is Gold Star Teen Adventures. It's the same charity we donated to last year. We liked them that much that we wanted to work with them again. It's basically for kids that have mom or dad that has fallen in the line of duty. Uh Um, Those kids are sent down here in a group. They get to learn how to scuba dive, paddleboard, um, and experience the keys. Is it... it, um, I'm going to ask about the group again. Okay. Um, It's called... Gold, Gold Star, Star Teen Adventures. Are they kids, uh, uh, not just veterans, but police officers and, yes. and, and, Any, and firefighters? Anybody that's and, had mom or dad yeah. fall in the line of duty. Okay. Um, and it brings them down here for an experience to bond with mm-hmm. each other. They all have you know similar life stories. But then they also get to go out and do some really fun events. Um, there's a lot of companies down here that work with them, dive agencies, um, paddleboard companies, and um, they come down here and they spend the day or, you know, a couple of days and they learn how to do a fun activities. So it's it's really cool. I think that's the way, when you get the, uh, when you get the idea that Keys does care. Yeah. We're, um, we always talk about the vibe of being down in the Keys and that, you know, laid back. But if you don't follow that up with doing something for other people, you're kind of li- living somewhat of a selfish existence. I hate to say that, but, you know, if you're just doing your own thing and, but if you're able to help and people that live down here, a lot of people that live down here are comfortable, mm-hmm. are comfortable. Uh, they, they're, uh, they're well off, and this is the way they can give back. And I, there we are for the keys. I would be uh, wouldn't be surprised if Monroe County, and especially the Upper Keys, the South Almirada, uh, is not one of the most giving parts of uh, all of Florida oh, when it comes like that. Are. And especially, like I said, with the Florida <laughs> Keys group, that's I mean, you guys are living your kind of the whole advertising, the tie dye stuff, mm-hmm. and all that. You're you actually. I said that. You walk in the walk. You talk the talk, and you walk the walk. That's the thing about it. You know, you can put up or shut up. It's the you know, keys vibe. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fun at the same time, I believe. Yeah. Um, they have a couple tie-dye parties. Dude, yeah. are those, those not are the fun. bomb? Those are fun. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's my favorite day of the year. You just bring your shirt, yeah. and there's a bunch of, like, you know, uh, dye and whatnot, and you make your own tie-dye. You get your little bands, and you put them in a bag, and... <laughs> Right okay, that's it. Know. Oh, you mean it's just oh. like hanging your stocking up near the uh, we did the yeah, <laughs> yeah, fireplace to because wash it. You have to wash it there you go. Yes, you have to do something. Yeah, I put mine in the dishwasher the first time. My but, uh, how'd that turn out? My I have a a bunch of my white T-shirts that I get sometimes. I I wind up looking for them and then I find out my daughter has turned them into tie-dye shirts. This is I tie-dyed this one. Yeah, this was from the last party that we had. Last party we tie-dyed. I think it was 500 shirts in about three hours. Yeah, but people bring curtains. I saw doctors bringing their smocks with, like, you know, Dr. So-and-so. Oh, cool. I mean, bedspreads. I saw a lady bring a bedspread one year. How underwear? Everything. You name it. Socks. Uh, and socks. so we provide all the dye, mm-hmm. and everyone just comes here. It's free to tie-dye your own stuff, and then we provide shirts for 12 bucks if you want to. Like this one, how it has the white on it, and then it shows up after you tie-dye hey, um, it. 
can I come oh. up with a promo line for you? Huh. It's to die for. It's to die for. It is. I always <laughs> no. Is that, oh, is that cheesy? Come on, yeah, man. Tell everything, man. Okay. Hey, so my you know what? You notice we're not cursing as much. It's tie dye till I die. Yes. Yeah. I will wear tie dye to the day I die. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. <laughs> yeah. And you can mean it both ways. I, I always. Yeah. To, um, to, uh, you can put dye in. You can do a, 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 a take on a Bond flick. Mm-hmm. Uh, die another day. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's all the things. Yeah, I got all these things, man. I'm, I'm not. I'm an idea man. But notice I didn't put a good idea man in front of it. I just have some the keys ideas. Love tie dye. <laughs> yeah, I know that is. We a also idea. say it's keys camouflage. You yeah. kind of just blend right in yeah. if you were in tie dye. <laughs> I had the, up in Philadelphia. I had the uh, reputation as being that, even though I looked the way. But coming down here, I stick out. But my mentality is right there with it I mean I may not sound exactly a little intense sometimes and things like that but my my sentiments and my emotions run the way of a think of a hippie yeah I mean the only one of the reasons I can't do the long hair is that um, I have an OCD thing about it you know See, I have an OCD thing about not having long hair. Yeah, <laughs> I just cut my hair. Well, what is with that? <laughs> it's beautiful. I, I love your uh, hair. Uh, way. Are you going to grow it, back it, out it's again? Hot. It's hot. That's yeah, the well, thing. It was just really hot. I play outside all the time. I know. And it was down to my butt, and I cut it six inches twice. Still down. To my butt. Did you uh, so, donate it? Uh, oh, you yeah, can't because it would die, right? No. Uh, you can donate. Uh, I think you can donate. Uh, you can donate time? I think so. I thought it had to be untreated. Oh, no, 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 it, it was untreated when I cut it. Oh, cool. Uh, uh, Next time? Yeah, But But, but uh, St. Jude charges the customers. And I'm from Memphis where the, where St. Jude was officially done with uh, Danny Thomas. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, they, they charge the recipients. But there's another place. Are you serious? I thought it was about cancer care and all that stuff. And well, they, they don't charge people who have affliction, any affliction, mm-hmm. and their families. They can go there, but they charge for cancer. Hmm. So, and I will support St. Jude's forever and ever. Yeah. But, you know, there's other places that also do hair donations. Yeah. Uh, that don't charge anyone anything. That's, strictly not. Yep. That's good to know. That's great to know. Mm-hmm. I was telling, I'm trying to, my daughter has extra long hair. And she hasn't had it treated, and I know one of these days she's going to get caught. Yeah. I got like full blown mermaid yeah. unicorn. Well, it was a yeah. couple months oh, ago. Nice. <laughs> it yeah. was. Yeah. Oh no! Last like yeah. it comes out like uh, it was it July. I did the whole thing like rainbow. Okay, so what we're going to be looking at? Maybe we'll take a picture of it until that. We got to we got to get a picture of that. <laughs> it's beautiful. It does go with your shirt. It fades out. I know that's funny because I I did a big trip this summer and everywhere I went, people were like, oh, you're matches your shirt and I'm like of course it does my entire wardrobe is rainbow <laughs> it's real it is it's it is gonna pretty. match <laughs> it's very pretty and then your your earrings match your shirt and it, huh? it's bright and colorful oh. it's very Bahamian where the bright people come from I love it over there I mean just everyone over in the Bahamas is so nice but I love the way they dress over there mm-hmm. it's bright it's colorful it's fun loving yeah. like it just kills me. I would hold off for a little bit unless you're going over there to help. 
Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure she's she aware of that. She, she, one of the one of the, the, the things we were well, talking about originally. Trying to originally, the, we talked about they they donated. I think you, I, I should, you probably know on Sunday money they, uh, they donated a significant portion of the sales to. We raised about uh, between fifteen and sixteen hundred dollars. Wow. To donate. And this is not. We're not talking about like Anheuser Busch and all that stuff like that. This is a microbrew, which is, I have to say, a powerful case. If you're gonna, if you're gonna uh, grade it on quality against the big ones. This one far exceeds the Florida Keys Brewing Company. Far exceeds the bigger ones, and uh, it definitely has a bigger heart. If it, if. Um, Anheuser Busch or uh, Miller or whoever owns it now. I think Stella may own Miller now. It's a Constellation, which is a, a Belgian company. Yeah, well, Stella. Stella, yeah. the owners of Stella. Yeah. Uh, if they donated what you guys did, there would probably be very little hunger going on in the world right now. Yeah, there would be. You're absolutely yes. right. <laughs> yeah, it's only took like 25% of that. And then you see places like these little convenience stores, um, little uh, 7-Elevens, and when the Jerry Lewis telethon comes on, yeah. they say, we put it, we're donating, you know, here's a, they deliver a check $100,000. like $20,000 stores. So they're, that's $5, that's $5 a store. Yeah. On that stuff. And, and, I mean, people, um, the biggest gift you can do is giving up yourself. It's a company is giving up of your bottom line. Yeah. And uh, you're family owned, and, uh, I guess uh, someone would argue for a bigger company that their first um, responsibility would be their shareholders. Oh, and 100%. Like that. And that's the reason why, trust me, we had offers, people wanting to invest in our company from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And we tried our hardest to keep it mom and pop. And it yeah. is to this day, it's just me and Craig. Yes. We have no one to impress. We can do whatever we want with whatever we bring in. So Well, you do <laughs> impress me every time <laughs> I get out of here. And it feels yeah. good. <laughs> That's the reason why we drove past that other one and stuff like that. I know. <laughs> oh, I'll do that. Saying it's a, you're doing it here. Mm-hmm. You're doing it here in the keys. They do, they do a lot too, though. They do a lot. That's they good. You never should lot. talk. You never should talk. I always say you should never talk uh, about no. your, uh, any competitor. And it's not necessarily a competitor because there's room in the pool for everyone. Yeah. Uh, just like restaurants. You always say that about restaurants. But Exactly. There's a lot of room for a lot of businesses down here. And it just it makes Island Rada all more the richer. Yeah. I mean, to have different theaters and different restaurants and but there was a, I'll tell you yeah. that, just so you know so there was a reason mm-hmm. why I contacted you first because uh-huh. I knew this was near and dear to your heart it we had the cancellation uh, we were going to go down to uh, Key West and then things started changing up uh, from different factors and all the cruise ships canceled and all that stuff yeah. and I said well geez instead of doing it making it about the podcast why don't we make it about um, giving at the time because all I'm thinking about is going down there and saying, oh, I'm going to get to my sponsors. I'm going to go and try to get more uh, uh, advertisers and stuff like that down in the Key, Key West. And so we're, we are going to go down there and do that. I was down in Key West the last two days. Yeah. But we went down, so I don't know if, I know a lot of locals know this, but the first Sunday of every month, a lot of Key West attractions are free to locals, including Isle Morada. So you can go on the conch train, you can go to the aquarium, there's discounts at like, uh, all the museums are free, 
everything. So we go down there quite often on the first Sunday with our kids. It's in, in the, the first month? The first Sunday of every month. Okay. Yep. Every month every of the month. year. And it's been going on for years. And so we went down there for the first Sunday, and it was funny because we ran into so many people from Isla Mirada. And then we decided to spend the night down there because there's nobody in Key West right now. Yeah. It was We stayed at a, a hotel that has 300 rooms, and there might have been 20 people staying there. We had all the pools to ourselves, the beach to ourselves. The price was amazingly low for Key West mm-hmm. um, because they're just, you know, I think they lost a lot of tourism out of this as well. You know, for a big holiday weekend, we had Key West Brewfest that was supposed to happen in Key West this past weekend. And it's one of our biggest events. And then the whole thing was canceled on the Friday prior. Yeah. On Friday the uh, yeah. 23rd. No, the, no, no, no. Like the, this, this past Friday, oh, this like past the 31st Friday. or something like that? The 30th. 30th? Yeah. Um, and it's it's a huge festival. It's one of our biggest ones that we do a lot of um, events and stuff down there. But the problem was all the beer coming down for the festival was coming from West Palm. So they shut down their facility on Friday, which means no beers coming down, no banners, no props, no nothing. So... How are you going to put on a festival with no beer? So we just, you know, they would have actually been back. They would have been. They would have. They would have been. (laughs) Right? I don't know if they would buy that. I mean, (laughs) you really couldn't insure it because of the timeline that they didn't know it would be sitting there. No, they did the right thing. They did the right thing because it's better to err in the way of caution when you're putting people's lives absolutely at risk. So driving down that's a problem with the supply chain in the Keys right now that some of these restaurants are having problems getting uh, because a lot of these food deliveries yeah. do come out of the uh, uh, south central part of Florida, mm-hmm. the West Palm Beach area and Deerfield and all that stuff. They, they supply the other suppliers and they're not getting all of them. We're not getting supplies down here yeah. because of that. But eventually, I guess starting uh, Thursday, that'll come back into play and stuff like that. Did they, uh, are they going to reschedule that, you know? I haven't heard anything about skip? rescheduling it. It's, yeah, it's a really big festival. They put a lot of time and effort into it. Um, I know quite a few people still went down there and just hung out for the weekend. But, I mean, people like us, we just, you know, canceled. And then we decided, hey, there's not much going on. So we went down there anyways. But I actually brought my whole family with me. So there was 12 of us. When you say whole family, you mean, do they live down here all year? Yeah. Are you from? I'm from here. So I brought my mom, my sister. My sister has four kids down here. Um, me and my cousin lives down here. And, and her kid went. And so, your children. Yep, my kids. And Craig. Yep, and Craig. We all went down there. We took three cars and, and spent the whole day in Key West bouncing around. Mm-hmm. So of the 20, uh, 20 people occupancy, half of it was yours? <laughs> yeah. People? Pretty much. Okay. I'm not, I could not, I, I literally, I could not believe, like, we saw, there was nobody at the hotel. Where were you, can you mention where you yeah, stayed? Yeah, we stayed at Casa Marina. Oh, Casa Marina, yeah. nice. I'll play there a lot. But the, I used to play there. I mean. Uh, well, you're going to play there, you're going like, to play there again. It's it's one of my favorite places. It's beautiful down there. It's a whole different story, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. better be nice. Yeah. <laughs> But the prices, I mean, they had dropped them so low just to get anybody in there. And I think all of Key West, I mean, you could stay for well under $100 in Key West this weekend because of the hurricane. And that, that's this coming weekend, too. Um, well, <laughs> and if you want to go to Key West, now's the time to do it. Yeah. yeah. No, we, we got our friends down in Key West. We have the smallest bar. Mm-hmm. We're looking to get into Irish Cabins. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're going to get in there. 
um, and uh, with the help of Jim Martin, the distiller of Key West uh, Smugglers um, bourbon whiskey, we'll probably want to be there like on a Tuesday, Wednesday during Fantasy Fest. Have yeah. you ever been down there during it? It's kind of a, a back and out, isn't it? My first Fantasy Fest, I think I was 16 years old. 16 years old? Yeah. You're quite young. I snuck down there. Okay. <laughs> really? I think I was supposed to be spending the night at somebody's house, but, you know, growing up down here, right. yeah. you, back in those days, you grew up fast. <laughs> it would be counter, counter against your spirit if you did not oh, go, probably. I have had many fun Fantasy Fests. We're going this year, actually. So, Craig, yes. his mother and father, he's Canadian. Mm-hmm. His mother is in a marching band called the Top Hat Marching Orchestra out of Burlington, Ontario. The whole... They're so cool. So, they're, the whole band's coming down and marching in Fantasy Fest this year. Yeah, so this is our second time doing it. Is it a marching group or a band? It's a marching band. Oh, like, so they actually wear the top hats yes, and all that. Yes, they stuff? wear the top hats. The t- they alter them for Fantasy Fest a little bit, but <laughs> okay, you know the topless and all that stuff. Oh, Body paint. Uh, they do. They do some fun stuff, and it's a really fun group. Oh, you know what um, I, I usually walk with them and carry all their alcoholic beverages in my backpack. For, for I know the because they don't have any clothes on. Who are they going to carry it? <laughs> But uh, it's so we're definitely going down this year. Duh. How big is the marching band? It's fifty people. Wow! And then plus all of their um, other people that come down with them to help out. Uh-huh. So they they had to they booked everything I think a year and a half in advance. Yeah. I mean, they they are very, but they're amazing. Last time they were here, they uh, won an award for best marching something in Fantasy Fest. Um, Pe- best naked marching. Yeah, they're they're really fun. Partially group. clothed marching. No, they're pretty clothed, but they, no, they, do, are, okay. they but they do have some fun. body painting. There's definitely some body painting. Um, I don't mean to push you. I'm not trying to. No, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going to go further. They are than a, that, they're a very me. very fun fun group. Okay, butless chaps. <laughs> uh, there was that. Oh wait a second! Why were you so tentative? Why were you so tentative saying anything to me? And Lee mentions butless chaps. He goes way over. It's funny. You think of a lot of times. You think of Canadians as like you know very just. No, I think uh, of British nice. people. I think of British people okay, that way. There's, the there's Canadians some, are pretty group, free spirit. Well, this marching band is very free spirited, and I mean, his mom, Craig's mom, plays the cymbals, uh-huh. which I think is awesome. You know, David Bridget, 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 the owner of the Montessori school yeah. up there. Oh yeah, um, I've been to Canada we've been with them. Yeah, we, we're we're uh, Abby and I are friends with them, mm-hmm. and uh, they're. We know they're free spirits too. They're so. freaking hilarious. Oh, uh, anybody say that about Canadians and stuff like that? <laughs> Canadians, uh, I'm going to piss off the Americans sometimes when I say it. They're, they do America the right way sometimes. They have yeah, fun. Yeah. They do. It's yeah. And um, yeah, it's actually, yeah, Dave and Bridget. Whenever Craig first moved down here, I introduced him to Dave yeah. because I knew he watched hockey. Yeah. And Craig is like a, a super hockey fan, you know, and I'm, I don't know a lot about hockey, so I needed to have find you ever somebody. Gotten in it? Huh? Have you ever gotten into it? Uh, I'm not into sports in general. Yeah. Right. Never. I never have been. I mean, it was, yeah, so. I have to, you know what? That was <laughs> the thing I, uh, it's weird, because as a, as a man, mm-hmm. you're supposed to be. I've played them and all that stuff, but I'm more, I'm more of an activity guy. Yeah. I'll work out, but uh, I don't mind competing either. I'm just not a sports guy. I don't know watching other people do, do well, stuff. That's why we've never put cable in down here. 
Yeah. It's like, you know, I've been to breweries that are like sports bars. Kind of takes away from it. It's like, you come here. And you're watching football relaxed. and they stop, they you're stop talking, right? You're having a conversation right? with somebody. You're hanging out, you know. You're making new friends. Or if you go to a sports bar, it's like everyone's glued to the TV. And they tell you to shut you know? up. If, if there's something going on, yeah. they're kicking, they're kicking uh, off or something like that. Oh, shut up. You know, hey, we're in a social place. Especially if there's music playing. Exactly. We do a lot of live music. When I just get done with a song and there's someone playing uh, uh, and someone scores a touchdown and it just happens to happen at the same time and I did a kick-ass job, uh, I hear people clapping. I was like, thanks, but oh. Oh, it's just a touchdown. They just knocked the quarterback on his ass. See, my kids, <laughs> it's so funny. They don't know nothing about sports, but live music, it's hilarious. For the longest time, if even in the car, as soon as the music ended, they would start clapping. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Like, music is over. Okay, it's time to yeah. clap. Now, whenever we go to live music, and yeah. you know the ones on the dance floor dancing, and they, they just love it. Yeah. We've really ingrained live music into them. <laughs> Well, hey, listen, I think we did a wonderful job here. You said you, you, said you weren't comfortable uh, talking on the radio. Oh, we have a little, we got a little sound effects going on in the background right here. But uh, we're, we're going to, I think it may be a good time to end the show uh, at this time. Uh, let, me, let me turn up the volume on this here. So we have plenty of background music. I'd like to thank uh, Carol, the, uh, the Florida Keys Brewing Company, and... Uh, <laughs> Lee Sharp, the uh, music aficionado. The, uh, yeah. Come on, say hi. Hi. Hey, 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 hey. Um, Thank you. We're bringing the band back together. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll be uh, back. Uh, well, actually, this one's going live, so I didn't even give it an episode number, but it's going right into our direct feed. Thank you for listening, folks. Great. Podcasts. <laughs> think sports. No, no, no not sports. Think, no, not uh, think uh, Irma Fear. Relief. Irma Relief. Not Irma. Oh. oh. No, well, it's still. Ran. Ran. Actually, still. Ran. Oh. Dorian. 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 You forgot. Didn't I say that? Well, for Look the longest that. time, I thought it was female. I wanted to call it Dorian. And I'm just like, that's a really weird Dorian, name. Dorian, Dorian. Like I, Dorian, Dorian. I just, I don't know. I'm not a very good I just 